Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is The Morgan Report with David Morgan. For the latest in precious metals investing, gold, silver, the economy, and more, go to themorganreport.com. David Morgan with you with the weekly perspective for the week ending 6 March 2020. Well, quite a week. Uh, falling bond yields, we had a 50 basis point cut, as everyone knows. And the bank index is hitting a new low. Airline stocks are falling off the map. Cruise lines are falling off the map. And hotels falling off the map. And the overall market is basically at uh, the low it's been for the last several trading sessions as I'm making this video. The market is still open as I'm recording this. So travel stocks, as I said, new low. Airlines, forget about it. And it all revolves around this coronavirus. So the IMF Managing Director, Kristalina Georgievina, said on Wednesday... What a surprise. The global spread of the novel coronavirus has crushed hopes for a stronger growth this year and will hold 2020 global output gains to their slowest pace since the 2008 financial crisis. The IMF now expects 2020 world growth to fall below the 2.9% rate for 2019, and revised forecasts will be issued in the coming weeks. Next up is from Reuters. Keep calm and work from home during the coronavirus. European banks tell workers. Global banks and small investment firms in Europe are urging staff to work from home and curb travel as the financial industry braces for disruptions from the rapidly spreading coronavirus outbreak. For many companies, it will be the first time experiment with home working on a wide scale. But as many Asian offices begin to normalize working practices after their own attempts to stop the spread of the virus, the signs are the European industry will adapt. Again, I bring up Charles Hugh Smith, always a good thinker in my opinion. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you should this weekend. Did COVID-19 just pop the all the global financial bubbles? And even though the first order effects of COVID-19 pandemic are still impossible to predict, agree, it's already possible to ask, did the pandemic pop all the global financial bubbles? The reason we can ask this question is the entire bull mania of the 21st century has been based on a prematurely high rate of expansion on the le on of leverage and debt. Obviously, anyone that follows my work, Charles, anyone in our ilk knows that um, you can't print wealth. It can only last for so long. And at some point, printing more actually has negative consequences. People stop accepting the currency. And that is called a currency crisis. And we have been entering one uh, for quite some time. And it's really manifest just a few times. 2008, of course, being one. And uh, we may be getting close to another one. Again, I won't read the whole article. I think I'll just go... One more paragraph, and you can look it up here. He always does great thinking, in my view. The lesson of 2008's global financial meltdown was clear. 
Any decline in the rate of debt or leverage expansion is enough to threaten financial bubbles. And any absolute decline in debt and leverage will unleash a cascade that collapses all the speculative bubbles in stocks, real estate, collectibles, etc. So read the article, take a look, um, what's going on. And just for the record, I do think that this COVID-19 is a little overdone. I'm a bit suspect with all the mainstream continually beating the drum on it again and again and again. Is it real? Obviously, it seems to be. And how real? I'm remiss to know. I mean, it goes everywhere from, you know, bat soup to uh, advanced bioweapon, morphine, uh, and all that, you know, may be true. I really don't know what I do perceive is there is an overreaction in the markets at this point in time, but I'll hold judgment for a while. I want to watch it carefully, but new things are surfacing in the alternative press. It does make me question some of this uh, constant beating of it's going to end everything. I don't think it will. It's going to be interesting looking back to see what really transpires over the next few months. This week, I want to comment a little bit on global unrest. I mean, everyone's aware of the uh, yellow vest movement in France. And it's not just there, Hong Kong, and most of you are aware of it. This one, of course, is from the Digital Journal. Thousands of police demand pay hike at tense Madrid demonstration. Thousands of national police held a tense demonstration in Madrid on Tuesday, demanding salaries in line with those of their better paid counterparts in other Spanish regions. And that is just one. I have a couple more to show you. Again, from the Digital Journal. Violence flares against Chile as Chile braces for new protests. Chile's capital experienced its worst night of anti-government violence in weeks after stone-throwing protesters clashed with police in running battles across the city, forcing public transport to shut down. I won't read the whole article. You can take a look. It's about a four-minute read. Point being that uh, you're starting to see more and more flare-ups and... This will continue, in my view, unfortunately, and a lot of it is for reasons that most people don't talk about, which I will next. And that is food. I've been saying on these weekly updates for quite some time that food is something that obviously is coming to the fore now, but I've said it for several months before really it started to hit the mainstream consciousness, why our food system must be transformed. Despite ravaging the earth for industrial agriculture, we can't provide nourishing global food supply. This has to change. Our food system faces perilous moment. They're passing the fundamental ecological limits of the earth while leaving billions of people overweight, undernourished, or lost in food deserts. As we enter ever further in the climate emergency, continuing to digress, excuse me, transgress the social ecological limits in both immoral and impossible if we want to preserve healthy communities on a habitable planet. What exactly are we gambling with? And it talks about growth and how we do agriculture and what could be changed. And I think it's a very good article. Again, it's a, it's probably about a five minute read. I think you should take a look at it this weekend. I think this fits into the social unrest category. This is from USA Today. House panel urges Secret Service protection for Biden Sanders after protesters rush the stage. I assume most of you are aware of it, but Acting Homeland Security Secretary Chad Wolf was urged Wednesday to consider Secret Service protection for top Democratic presidential candidates Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders. And that's because these girls came on stage and made a protest. 
it was pretty lightweight. I actually watched it, but, uh, you know, I get it. And you do, uh, you know, it is interesting that someone could just jump on stage uh, at, a, at a rally like that. And obviously it did take place. Sorry for jumping around. I'll come back to food. U.S. farmers and shippers face huge losses from flooding again. Now, this is kind of the thing I pointed out a few months back about the food supply in the United States. And here we see it again. This is from Bloomberg for the second year in a row. Much of the U.S. is primed to suffer multi-billion dollar flood losses with farmers already stealing themselves for planting delays. Relentless storms that have marched across the Midland and into the South this winter have already filled rivers to the brim and are threatening to make farm fields too soggy to plant as spring arrives. So I won't read the whole thing again, but I think this is something that not enough people are actually paying attention to, but I think they will, especially as food prices continue to march higher and higher. There'll be a lot of questions as to why they'll discover the reasons why there are higher food prices. And this is an area that affects everybody. And it's one of the few areas that Americans actually pay attention to. When you go shopping for groceries every week or every month or however often, and you notice things going up every time you go into the grocery store, you start to wonder what is really going on. And I'm going to finish this week with the Silver Institute's release with Silver News for February. And I won't read the whole thing and go to the website and get it. Higher silver prices projected this year supported by expanded physical investment and industrial demand. So they're saying both. According to the Silver Institute, the Silver Institute foresees a 3% increase in silver's industrial demand, which would be broadly in line with International Monetary Fund's forecast of 3.3% for global GNP this year, which, of course, I started this whole weekly perspective with the fact that it's not going to make the 3% that they said, so bear that in mind. But um, silver is both an industrial commodity and a safe haven asset. It is not exhibiting any of the safe haven asset qualities right now. I think we're all aware of that, especially those that follow silver. Uh, Silver price experienced a notable improvement in investor sentiment in 2019, boosting the average silver price to its first increase in four years, up 4% to 1621. The outlook for silver price remains positive, with annual average prices projected by 13% to a six-year high of 1840 in 2020. And some of the headlines here, want more flexibility in wearables? Silver and silicone can make that happen. Sustainability in the silver industry featured on the Silver Institute's website. You can go there and read that. That was um, about two weeks ago. Interview of Tradewinds Market CEO, Michael Albanese. You can read this one as well. Uh, interesting what's going on there. We've reported on that quite early on. It's not. It's a bit old news for us, but maybe brand new to you. Uh, Micromotors lure, trap, and destroy bacteria with silver ions. Pretty pertinent. Most drugs become diluted in the body, so healthcare providers often prescribe larger doses than are needed to destroy specific pathogen. The common practice leads to overuse of drugs, especially antibiotics, and spurs bacteria to become immune to medicines that morph to protect themselves. What if scientists could build a microtrap that travels through the body to lure, capture, and destroy bacteria in a precise and measured way? That's the promise of nanoengineers at the University of California, San Diego, 
who have built micromotors that zip through the body and act as bait for bacteria such as E. coli in acidic environments like the stomach. Once the bacteria are trapped, they're killed by silver ions. Pretty interesting, especially with what's going on in a bacteria isn't a virus, I know that, but nonetheless, the biocidal properties of silver are quite interesting, and this is basically mainstream press. Thomson Reuters actually runs uh, most of the Silver Institute. Isn't that interesting? Uh, this is the last one. Um, silver compound, precursor of everyday products, process uses less energy than current methods. By using a silver compound as a catalyst, researchers in Wake Forest in North Carolina are converting greenhouse gas carbon dioxide into liquid fuel, known as syngas, with an intermediary in producing other chemicals. Syngas is an abbreviation for synthetic gas because it is used to produce synthetic natural gas and compounds such as ammonia, methanol, synthetic petroleum, and lubricants. The silver diosphide catalyst can take carbon dioxide pollution from manufacturing plants and with a minimal energy loss compared to conventional processes, turn it into syngas, according to the researchers. So don't give up on silver. It is one of the most useful commodities in existence, ex-oil, and a lot's going on every day, really, in the um, on the industrial side. And on the monetary side, gold is, I'm convinced, obviously, I've said it many weeks in a row or months in a row now. It's going to take gold to pull silver up. Once it does, and there is that big run to gold, uh, it will spill over to silver. At least that's what's happened every time before. And silver market is so tiny, it doesn't take a lot of new buying and sustained buying to start pushing the price higher. So I'm going to end this week with, remember, there's nothing more powerful than the truth. If you want to get on our free email list, just go to themorganreport.com and sign up. I'll be back with you next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Morgan Report with David Morgan. For the latest in precious metals investing, gold, silver, the economy, and more, go to TheMorganReport.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.